When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Further Love of Paul McGrath podcast. And I'm delighted today. And look, today, today's been like one of those whirlwind days. John Duran just signs out of nowhere. There was no, um, there was no kind of inclination anybody was going to sign for Aston Villa. And now I'm sitting here talking to the wonderful Tom Bogart from, uh, from MLS Insider and the UN Men's National National Team Insider as well. It's funny how life comes at you fast, Tom, isn't it? It's funny that way. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. I was, um, I heard a couple of whispers of this possibly happening like last night, and I sent a couple of texts to sources at Chicago, and it was like. I don't, I got like, yeah, like they're in the mix. Um, I'm not sure if anything's like agreed or close or whatever. And then this morning um, I tried to stay off my phone after waking up, walking the dog. And then I pick it up and it's like, not only is it happening, but Aston Villa is announcing it. So it's like, okay, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess that moved pretty quickly here. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been one of those ones where by, uh, I, I, I don't think anybody, well, it was, it was muted in, in, in kind of darker circles, I suppose, really on the internet about mm-hmm. two or three weeks ago. And, I kind of just happened to spot it. I literally went into Twitter and typed in Aston Villa transfers. And there was this obscure kind of rumor with regards to it. But mostly it was kind of like Aston Villa are linked with. Mm-hmm. So are Liverpool, Chelsea, Benfica, Manchester <laughs> So when you see stuff like that, it's it's a case of, oh, is this going to be tra- is this going to be agent talk? But it's really interesting from, from the point of view, I think, that, uh, that that Aston Villa fans are going to look at this because we've we've never really scoured markets of uh, abroad and foreign markets and to pick up somebody at 19 years of age that realistically, you know, he's commanded a big fee, but he only spent one year in, in the MLS. Can, can you talk to us a small little bit about, I, I, I suppose, you know, he came in. He only came in as, as an eighteen-year-old last year. How did he take to the league? Because um, he's got the physical attributes. He's a, he's a fully grown man. Mm-hmm. You know, but how did mm-hmm. he take to the league in general? Yeah, so he did. He wasn't starting a ton when he first got there. But again, this was a kid. His birthday's in December, so he turned eighteen 
right before preseason. Like Chicago originally signed him when he was 17, but because of like FIFA international rules, you can't move until your 18th birthday. So this was long in the plans for Chicago, and it was it was really quick. So he was always destined to go to Europe. So I was curious to see how quickly it might take him to kind of adapt to the league and get a foothold. He wasn't starting at first. They were struggling in attack. They had also spent a decent amount of money on a more veteran center forward, and they were only playing with one striker. So that veteran center forward got the chances, and he wasn't playing very well. And John Duran came in as a starter kind of in the beginning of the summer, and he was just phenomenal. It was very clear from, from his minutes. It's like, all right, like not only is this kid ready to start in MLS, like he might be gone in the winter. Like that's how quickly kind of things are moving. And like you said, he's a big boy. He's very physical. He, MLS is obviously a physical league. And he, again, he did not look like an 18-year-old kid. Like it, it was wild. It was until you kind of the after he'd score and a close-up would come on him. He has like a boyish smile, and it's like, oh my god! Like he just uh, shouldered away like a 200-pound center back and then scored. And you think that this is a 28-year-old man, and and then he they they zoom in on him with a celebration, and it's just like that this this kid, this teenager celebrating a goal. It's it was pretty pure, and and it was a lot of fun. I wish he was in the league for a little bit longer, but uh, it was pretty clear that he was ready for this next step. Excellent. Um, apologies, Tom. I don't know. Can you hear me at this moment in time? Because I'm getting all yeah, notifications to say here that because I literally at the very end of what you said to me there, I completely lost your audio. So I cannot know. I can no longer hear you. You can't hear me anymore. So let me just let me just try and sort this out. This is a. Uh, um, let me see if I can sort out this audio. I completely lost you there. I do apologize. <laughs> Um, right. You can still hear me though, yes? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and can everybody else hear Tom? <laughs> because this is like something that just happens to me. <laughs> That's awful. But I guess uh, you know, can everybody strikes. else hear me? And can everybody else hear Tom? I suppose is 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 the is the main part. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I think everybody else can hear you. Yeah, you can still hear me, Tom. That's good. That's good. What I'm going <laughs> to do, if you don't mind, Tom, and sorry for leaving you on the screen in your own, I'm just going to pop out, pop back in again, if that's okay. I have that's no good. idea what's going on. That's good. I, 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 maybe, um, maybe, maybe I'll just fill time here. Yeah, the comments say that they can hear us both. Uh, but no, I guess um, nice to see nice to see you all in the comments here as he reloads. Uh, no, Duran has been has been fun. It, um, like I was saying, like I really wish he stayed in the league for another year because he was he was a whole lot of fun. He, like I think that he would have scored twenty goals as the 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 no question about it starting center forward. But this kid really wanted to leave. He wanted to leave last summer. Um, can, Neil, can you hear me as, I, as I'm feeling? I got you back. All right, I got I'm, you back. I'm just gonna I'm gonna finish that last thought because I'm too filibuster. But he wanted to leave in the summer. Like he was he was putting things on social media about like 
they won't let me go or like I want to leave. He was at the club for like five months and it was the first okay. transfer window after he arrived. So, yeah, he was ready definitely personally. He was ready technically and physically. So it's no surprise that this came through. <laughs> Excellent. See, Tom's a complete nutter pro. He was able to get in there. He's able to fill the <laughs> void. Unlike me, obviously, who's just uh, who's who's just winging it for the last couple of years. But uh, no, I, as I say, I heard I heard a good portion of what you said there. I lost maybe the last uh, last ten seconds of it. Um, and it is, you know, as I say, that, that that that's a very good synopsis of of um, of probably what I've seen of the player as well. Um, with regards to him, you know, you mentioned something there that you know he was probably making angling to move during the summer last season his temperament on the field as well at times can be called into question and 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 you know when he comes to europe he's going to he's going to come up against some guys who are like i put it this way if if we were to play spurs again and cristiano romero christian romero was in his ear and tackling him every so often i think that could be a block box office fight and um, was his temperament that uh that obvious i suppose or was his hot temperament that obvious in uh when he played with chicago fire um, I'm not like, I'm trying to be careful to make it sound like he was a bad kid or anything. Like, look, he was an 18 year old who of course saw the money of the premier league, saw the everything in Europe, everything that has been promised to him, I'm sure for the last four or five years. So I don't necessarily love that he was going on like Instagram and putting stuff up, but again, it's a kid. And even, yeah. even people at the club, when I was talking to them about it, they're like, look, he's a teenager. He makes mistakes. We've talked about it. He apologized. We're all good. And on the field, like, again, I don't, I wouldn't call him like temperamental. I would call him fiery. I would call him as somebody like, huh? Yeah. Passion. And and like, I love players like that. So like, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing at all, but you know, occasionally players like that can be susceptible to, as you said, getting kind of uh, a few tackles or a few kind of late nudges defenders who wind you up like maybe, but again, like I don't, it wasn't anything overt where it's like, this guy has an attitude problem or this guy has trouble controlling his emotions. Like it was enough. There was nothing, anything that bad, but he's definitely a passionate player. Yeah, and as you say, 18 years of age, just got, just turned 19 in December. Just turned 19 in December, four international caps, mm-hmm. six foot one and built like Mike Tyson, you know? <laughs> like these guys, it, it's good that Villa are taking, taking a shot and a shot in guys like this, I think, for sure. And uh, as I say, eight goals in the um, in the MLS last season. Yeah, and like 1,300 minutes for, again, for, like, if you look at the appearances, it was like 27 appearances. But a lot of them were off the bench to begin with. And then when he was playing regular, consistent minutes, he was scoring almost every game. Yeah. And, and like, what, if you were to say his key attributes, uh, and sorry if you, if you did cover this when you spoke previously, as I say, I do apologize. <laughs> I did lose your audio. But, you know, key attributes for, for somebody like Jean Joran, you know, what I've seen from him and what I've heard people say is that uh, he's, he's that forward who can stand and can trade with, uh, with a center half. He can also, you know, dissolve into the channels and maybe play on the counterattack as well. But if you were, if, if Tom Bogart was picking him to play in a specific system, what would you feel he would need around him to succeed? Um, I do think that, that he's going to be really good in transition, particularly at first. Cause as you say, like those, those the, the, the strengths are obvious, like his physical tools, he, he's got great pace. He's obviously very strong, good center of gravity, all of that. And his finishing, finishing ability is very good for his young age. But again, like any other 18, 19 year old striker, there are rough edges around his game. Like, his hold-up play is fine, but it's going to need to improve. He can't give the ball away cheaply in the Premier League, as he may have in MLS. And again, Chicago weren't very good last year, so it wasn't it wasn't out of the ordinary for them to lose possession all that often. So I think that that he's going to need to smoothen out those edges of his game. So I think at first, at right now where he is, playing in a transition system, playing as you know, Unai Emery has been playing what four four two, right? Yes. Yeah. So him him playing with another striker, I think, is going to be super helpful as well. And you know, in a system where he's able to get out on the run, get into space, get into the channels and then get in the box. Like, I think that'll suit him well. I'm not sure if he's 
you know, how many minutes he's going to play at first and how, how good he's going to look because we've seen, look, Ricardo Pepe went from FC Dallas to Augsburg last year. And I thought that he was going to be, you know, that's, that's a relegation fight in Germany. I thought he'd be able to be fine. He wasn't fine. He didn't score a goal. They stopped playing him and then they loaned him to the Netherlands. Like, I, I'm, I'm trying to at least be cautious that I know that I'm going to come off sounding like John Duran's a great player. I've seen him do all these great things in MLS. Like, I think that he's more advanced right now than Ricardo Pepe was last winter. But, I, you know, you still have to worry about, again, this is a 19-year-old kid who spent one season in MLS and, you know, one and a half seasons in Colombia. Like, the jump to the Premier League is going to be big. But, again, like, yeah. I think that he has some of those raw tools, that finishing ability. He should be all right. But, again, you know, maybe don't pencil him in as a starter right away. Exactly. Yeah, and and you had a tweet out previously about you know the, where where this kind of ranks in the pantheon of uh, of um, I suppose the, the the transfer fee in moving from an MLS squad uh, an MLS uh, squad to somewhere else. And the question I, re- I really want to ask here is that we're seeing more and more South Americans move from South America to the MLS as a kind of a gateway to Europe to probably make the the transition a small bit easier. Is this something that the MLS is pushing, or do you think that this is something that, that South American players have kind of seen, whereby they could get to learn the language? Yeah, they, they, well, obviously English being a, a universal language within Europe mm. as well, and then obviously learning how to play in structure. Or what do you think has has kind of borne this? Because there's been some pretty high profile young players have moved from South America to the MLS in the last year or two. Yeah, no, it even goes back before that. MLS has been trying, as the league has grown, one of the big driving forces behind that are clubs getting better with scouting and going okay. to South America and identifying talent. There had been a lot of overpaying in the past. You know, the, some of the first players, they were probably making significantly more money in MLS than they were in South America. But that's how it starts. When, when the league, you, you have to kind of spend more to go to somewhere that, you know, look, all players from South America are dreaming of going to the Premier League or to, mm. to Barcelona, Real Madrid. They weren't thinking about MLS. Now, after, look, you, you look at over the last decade, a player like Diego Valeri, who might not be well-known in, in Europe, he, he left a pretty big club in Argentina, and he was at the Portland Timbers for a decade. You get paid well here. The, the checks always cashed. You don't ever have to worry about the checks not coming or the checks coming late. You get, you get to play in a league where you're where you, in a team. You're usually the star, or, or depending on what part of your kind of development you are. And the idea over the last few years is you come to MLS – you're paid well, you develop because it is a good league, despite what, you know, some archaic thoughts about where MLS is. It's somewhere between, I don't know, the Netherlands and, you know, it's around the Brazilian league, maybe not quite as good, but it, it it's a second tier league across the world. This isn't like the Estonian first division or something where you're just getting paid pretty well. So it's a good league to, to again, make, make good money, get seen. There's a lot of people in Europe who do watch this league or pay attention to this league. The, there are a lot of scouts looking at this league because they've recognized that MLS clubs are going to South America, helping develop a player who might not have been ready for Europe. And then they play here. The level is good enough to, to convince Aston Villa to spend upwards of 18 million um, up front with up to, you know, 22 million, including add-ons for a player who's again, had a season at MLS and, you know, 1500 minutes in Columbia, like that kind of profile, I think shows that Aston Villa, the scouts there believe that this is a high quality player, that what he showed in MLS wasn't just because the level of the league was bad. And the, and the league is something that we're actually going to be hopefully looking forward to, I suppose, a small bit more, uh, the MLS, because our one of our owners, our part owner in Wes Edens, and I think Nassif Swiris are both involved in it as well. Las Vegas villains seem like they're going to get going to get underway <laughs> again. With the MLS expansion, um, what, what's kind of feeling around America, around the, the US for that? Um, do you think it's going to be a hit? Because every kind of expansion they've had, 
has originally initially been a hit, and then it's kind of taken time. But from what I've seen, and I could be wrong, you could tell me, "Hey, you're completely wrong. Shut up," and that's okay too. But it seems it's been initially a hit, and then it's kind of it's kind of taken time to get really rolling again. Then after that, like obviously you've had the Inter Miami's and the Atlanta United's and all those guys who've come into it recently. But what's the feeling about this most recent expansion that's been announced or maybe may announced? So the the most recent one that came in is St. Louis, who start this season. And St. Louis is the city in America that probably has the most soccer history. So it, it's mm-hmm. it's honestly surprising it's taken this long to get a team in St. Louis. So that one's kind of different. I'm really excited about that. But like if you look at recent expansion, Atlanta United, they're I think top 20 in the world or top 25 in the world in in attendance. Like that is incredible. So like that mm-hmm. has been a, a fantastic addition to the league. LAFC, uh, the team that had Gareth Bale who just retired, Giorgio yeah. Chiellini, like. On a lot of young South America, Diego Rossi went to Fenerbahce from there. Um, Brian Rodriguez came through and he, he went to Mexico. Like some of these recent expansion teams have been really great for the league. So, look, there are a lot of teams, and you know, there will be a 30th team. As you said, it might be Vegas, it might be San Diego. That's a lot. And it's a lot for somebody like me to, <laughs> to kind of keep hold of. That's a lot of games to watch. That's a lot of people to talk to. But all in all, like expansion has served the league very well. Yeah, and we're we're obviously thrilled that it could be Vegas villains and our owners could own that own that franchise as well because I think there wouldn't be a stag or there wouldn't be a <laughs> um you know a, a, a boys weekend away or week away that wouldn't be booked to go to see the LA villains. So uh, that's a, that's a nice little city to have. That's nothing against Seattle. It's nothing against uh, Cincinnati. Nothing against any of those places. <laughs> but uh, let's just say Las Vegas has a certain allure to it as well. Um. So I suppose really just, uh, and, and I know you've got you, you, you've got other places to be in, and, and I thank you so much for your time today for 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 jumping on at short notice. But if you were to sum up John Duran, I suppose in in uh, in one paragraph, all in all, what I suppose maybe you know best case scenario for him would be what, and then uh, I think we leave it at that because we're all we're all dripping in excitement here at the moment. We're looking forward to to this because. Usually, like I think the last real exciting young player that came from uh, the Americas that came to Aston Villa. Okay, we won't mention Ulysses De La Cruz, just for anybody <laughs> out there who's going to pick me up on that one. But I think it was Juan Pablo Angel. And a lot of fans my age in their in their mid to late 30s are going to be looking at this so and good. going, this has this kind of feel about it. And Aston Villa are in such a better place to to be able to, to nurture this the, uh, foreign talents now with regards to, I suppose, just even bring them into the culture and stuff like that, that we hope that this can come through. And obviously they've got the same uh, the same heritage of being Colombian as well and so on and so forth. So we're really excited about this. But So I think we'll leave it on. What would be best case scenario for, uh, for John Duran in, uh, in an Aston Villa shirt? Best case scenario is John Duran comes in, whether it's, you know, he, he looks really exciting kind of orig- initially off the bench at some point over the next six to 12 months, he becomes the regular starter. He scores goals. He lives up to the potential that that his physical abilities and, and finishing abilities kind of show for him. And the reason why Benfica and all of these other clubs wanted to sign him, the reason why Chicago signed him when he was 17, that he lives up to this potential. He has, you know, whatever, a season and a half of being the main man at Villa, scoring 10 15 goals whatever it is per season and then being sold on for 50 60 million uh, in the future like again like his ambitions are to be at one of the biggest clubs in the world and Aston Villa is is a great spot to be in even if he just stays with Villa for a decade that would be a great spot as well but this is a kid that genuinely has the potential to be at one of the biggest clubs in the world so if everything goes right if you're saying best case scenario it's 
He, he has a, a few really good seasons with Villa, scores a bunch of goals, makes a lot of memories along the way, and then out the door at 60, 75 million, whatever the number is. Yeah, our Villa win the Champions League. That's the best <laughs> case scenario, yeah? He doesn't that's need the league because, yeah, because they, all, they all come in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we're hoping. We're building a squad of players like Bubakar Kamara and uh, and John Duran and, and, and hopefully other players will come in as well, that we will have that squad that will be um, the, the Champions League winners of the future and then we won't need to let other players leave. That's that's the goal. That's that's the dream. That's what we exactly. all want. Exactly. I'm, I'm a big football manager fan, so that, that's what I'd say if, if I was going to build it. Before you let me go, I need to point out somebody in the comments just called me Young Burt Reynolds, which <laughs> might be the nicest thing somebody's ever said to me. So I, I, Eric C., I appreciate you a very a very <laughs> great deal. You've got a fan, Eric C., you, you, you drink for free in America. No, <laughs> you drink for free. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, at least it's better than being called Santa Claus. That's what we're getting <laughs> this podcast. So it's, uh, yeah. Watch, ask, don't follow Aston Villa too closely because, as I say, I'm 37, man. My beard doesn't look there. I don't look 37, do I? I look like I've, I put on that Santa suit uh, in the Tim Allen film. That's what I look like. So it's, uh, you know, I take Burt Reynolds any day of the week. But uh, Tom, I'm 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 so appreciative for you giving me your time. It must be what it's just come, must be what coming up to just noon there yep. in in the US at the moment. So um, I'm sure you're going to have a busy day of MLS stuff, and I'm sure there'll be lots of other uh, European publications or whatever coming <laughs> looking for your looking for your input on on John Duran. And for that reason, I am absolutely so thankful that you you took the time out here. Apologies for the technical difficulties at the start, All but right. um, you know Figure what you out. said is absolutely fantastic, Tom. A lot of guys here are, are asking the chat as well um for to, to know where they can follow you because obviously everybody here is football mad they want to get into the mls and so on it would be one of the lesser viewed leagues i suppose over here so do you want to give your details I feel yep. corny asking that but you know. <laughs> no at tom bogart on twitter um at tom bogart soccer on instagram apologies for soccer not football but yeah um i, I deal with a lot of transfers i'm um again I, you get a lot of transfer news from mls and, and stuff like that following me so yeah yeah, excellent. Perfect stuff, Tom. Really, really appreciate it. Really appreciate everybody for watching. Go follow Tom. Um, give this give this video a, a thumbs up. And uh, as I say, we will be back probably with more John Duran uh, information and facts and, and, and nuggets, I suppose, as they begin to break out. But uh, this is a really exciting time, a really exciting transfer, I think, for Aston Villa because of the unknown. And I think that we should all just ride it with the excitement and not worry about too much about, about all of us worrying about how this will fail. This is going to be great. You heard Tom. He said it's going to be absolutely <laughs> great. So I really appreciate your time once again, Tom. I really appreciate everybody in the chat. Thank you so much. We're going to leave it at that. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Oh, I forgot my... See, I told you I was running on a rudimentary system. Up the villa, everyone. <laughs>